No worries. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the one and only WAN Show. It's going to be a great show this week. We've got a bunch of spectacular news. Your next BMW might only have heated seats for three months. Unless you pony up. Facebook's Adpocalypse has arrived with, uh, wow, with advertisers such as Hershey, Levi Everything. Strauss, uh, Patagonia, uh, wait, is, uh, uh what, are, what are they called? They're like the, like, giant, um, hold on, Unilever, yeah, Unilever had boycotted them, they're, they're getting boycotted, they're getting boycotted, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what else we got, Luke? Uh, there, there's some, where, where did it go? I want to talk about the Global Foundries begins 12 nanometer production. So it matters. It doesn't matter. It matters in some scenarios, whatever. We'll talk about Global uh, Foundries producing 12 nanometer things. And Sony launches oh, yeah. a portable personal air conditioner. Oh yeah. Portable personal air amazing? conditioner. Oh yeah. That's what you needed. Oh yeah. And it's cheap. It's cheap. It's affordable. So we'll get to that in just a moment after we roll that intro. Uh, Luke, can you shift a little bit to your right? So beautiful. Perfect. Intro's going. We clearly have no choice but to jump right into this Sony personal portable air, condi yeah. air conditioner. So the source is William CLL on the forum who says, would you look at this? Just in time for summer. Hold on a second. I got to find just the right spot to put this on this page so I don't accidentally show something I shouldn't. Hey, there it is. Just in time for summer, the Rion Pocket was announced for crowdfunding in July of last year. And Sony claims that at, uh, hmm, da, 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 at an ambient temperature, so that doesn't tell us what that ambient temperature is, but that it can cool the shirt that it's attached to down to 23 degrees Celsius. So let's go ahead and have a look at exactly how this works. Uh, actually, no, no, we're gonna, we're gonna get to how it works in just a moment. Um, okay, the no, we're not, we're gonna too. jump, we're gonna jump, we're gonna jump right, hold on, we're gonna jump right into it. They began, <laughs> they began sales Wednesday, uh, the device tucks under your shirt and is worn in a slot at the back of the neck of a customized undershirt. Okay, so the wearer uses a smartphone app to turn the temperature down or up because the device can either absorb or generate heat. And it was developed last year after Sony secured, get this, $600,000 during a one-week crowdfunding campaign. $600,000 they raised for this thing. I need to get into the business of creating just completely stupid bullshit that people can put <laughs> under their shirts. Here I am busy making shirts for, for LTTstore.com and I, what I should really be making is shirts and shirt accessories. Uh, 
so Sony set the suggested retail price at 13,000 yen. What is that? What's 13... It says cost of device is 14.88. So it's about cost 15 bucks. 16.74. So this is a $30 solution and here we go. I've been I've been I've been holding off on this, been holding off. It's pretty cheap. So at an ambient temperature <laughs> at an ambient temperature of 30 degrees Celsius uh, wait, is that 40 degrees Celsius? Okay, this must be this must be 40 degrees Celsius for the hottest thing in the room, but we don't know what that is, so we don't know what the actual ambient temperature is. But something, something, 13 degrees Celsius cooler. So basically, it's... Uh, it, it does say that it, it, it basically just creates a cold spot. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't like, properly actually cool your whole upper body down. It right. just kind of creates one cold spot. The, so the biggest <laughs> thing for me, I, I overheat in every scenario ever. So this You're is so actually hot. mildly interesting. Thank you. Uh, this is mildly interesting to me. Yeah. But, and I don't often care about this stuff, but to a certain degree, like, eh, there's this big, like, box on your back. Well, you know what? Hold on a second. Let's have Isn't a look. That weird? No, let's have a look at the device, okay? Because it tucks inside the shirt, right? Yeah, so, have you watched the video? Uh, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I was going to play the video on the show. I wanted to... I've, I've already heard about this, and I remember the original crowdfunding campaign. When I looked at this thing, I was like, that's just a tech. And... Uh, <laughs> Then I think we might have even covered it on the WAN show back when this was happening. But I think we just kind of moved on pretty quickly because it completely didn't matter. Um, sorry, yeah. one second. I just need to uh, send a little common sense um, reminder to someone. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think we moved on from it pretty quickly. I didn't I didn't necessarily think anything was going to come of this, but let's go ahead. Let's let's enjoy the video here together, shall we? Give me give me a second here. Give me a it's second amazing. here. I'm just going to I'm going to turn the sound down. Yeah, oh wait, no, this is not this is not working. Hold on. Wait, can I Wait, yes I can. Hold on. I just need to do this very 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 carefully. Careful, 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 careful and stop. There we go. Okay, so here's this guy. He is someone is sweating. A diff another guy is not sweating. Oh wow! This is Are you skipping through it? So cheesy. No, I'm watching the whole okay. thing. You, you got you got to see it like maybe <laughs> pause at. I'm gonna get you a second. Pause at 18 seconds. 18 seconds. Okay uh yeah okay oh wow yeah that's not great that's what i'm talking about and that uh, that looks like that's his his dress shirt over top of because it's more of an undershirt right yes 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 so that, that's his dress shirt over top of it so you already have the maximum amount of masking that you can have going on yeah put, like a jacket on top of that but then yeah. uh, it's gonna function very well through that jacket as well you know what's interesting to me about the thermal camera image, though, is not necessarily the cold spot here, but rather the the generally cooler uh, spot under the shirt and also what appears to be like a hot spot where the exhaust might be. You, you notice that? 
Where's the what what timestamp is that? Uh no, this is in the the thermal camera images from the forum post. Oh, okay, one second. So there's a generally colder sort of back of the person who's wearing it, but then there's like this hot spot on their neck. And I don't know about Hello. you, but I think that for me personally, having like a really cold spot Hello. right on my back and then like a hot spot on my neck, those things might kind of end up working against each other. It does. It does. Well, his overall body temperature goes down and that hot spot might just be a notably not cooled area, if that makes sense. I want to try it. I want to try it because... I would 100% try it. I have actually found that like the best thing that I can do on a hot day is not necessarily drinking water because I don't know about you, but I find when I take like chug, like a big drink of water on a hot day, even if it's really cold, I will immediately start just like sweating through however many layers of clothing it is that I'm wearing. Like it is absolutely disgusting. I mean, that that is your body temperature regulating. Yeah, but like, why is it that when I take the drink of cold water, suddenly my body's like, I need to sweat now? Well, because it's going like, okay, I have, I have the, 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 the water in order to sweat now. I guess so. Well, I hate it. So I actually find <laughs> I'm usually better off taking the cold drink, putting it on my neck, warming it up, and then drinking, mm. you know, less cold water. Like, I actually find okay. that works better for me. Oh, okay, so I see. Okay. So I would be very curious to try it. Now, if the exhaust heat just like goes up the back of your neck and you're just like cooling one part to warm another, that's pretty stupid. But if it yep. actually manages to get the heat far enough away from your body that you can that you can really, you know, cool down with this thing. Hey, I, it's a little humpbacky, but I, I, I could be talked into wearing it. I don't see anything about battery life in here or anything like that, but... First flight, Sony.com. Man, official website. Oh, you know what? We should we should probably go visit the official website together here, ladies and gentlemen. 36 degrees, 23 degrees Celsius. No, this is pretty much all. You know, oof. There's another picture here where the the hump on the back actually looks a lot bigger than like the the image where you see the the undershirt and the device itself next to each other that looks really big whoa okay so in the dock it says the cost of the shirt is 16 dollars and 74 cents the cost of the device is 14 dollars and 88 cents i don't know where they got that from on amazon it's twenty two thousand five hundred ninety yen right mm -hmm. just doing a quick google search uh, 22,590 Japanese yen equals 285 Canadian dollars. Really? Yeah. Auto mode. Hold on a second. It will automatically like, what? It'll automatically go get colder while you're walking. This is the most over-engineered like USB tech cooler that i have ever seen like so it's there's app control for it it can cool or warm iris it can warm yeah 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 i, I believe it can warm as well interesting uh I, if i'm wrong about that I, you know i'm sorry but ultimately like who cares you shouldn't probably buy it anyway 
like here why don't we just why don't we explore and try and find uh, a viable alternative to this so usb beverage chiller okay here we go uh <laughs> you remember that one from cool it systems way back in the day yeah that thing was so stupid uh i'm pretty sure they still exist though so here's a mug warmer uh, you know i don't see i don't see an equivalent i can't believe the people who gave that thing a positive review it like obviously didn't work like obviously didn't work usb tech cooler hold on a second okay alibaba alibaba.com here we go oh i don't have a usb you know what maybe they have actually created something that does not exist although some of this stuff looks pretty good too check this out we've got the personal portable air cooling neck band fan i'm liking that one we've got the kid-sized air conditioner up in here I know there's like jackets and stuff that have had air circulation fans built into them, but I don't know if they've had like technically AC. You know what I mean? Did you see uh, Adam Savage built a uh, like a personal air conditioner unit um, that could go in like a mascot suit, like a like a fursuit? Type oh, that's thing. pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was pretty neat. Do I drive a Peltier? You don't drive a Peltier LM on a USB connection, period. Yeah, okay. So here's why nobody's done a uh, Peltier USB cooler since then. There's a good thread on Instructables. It's like, yeah, you just shouldn't do that because it's really stupid. So that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so I guess Sony had to do some pretty, uh, some pretty fancy engineering in order to bring this thing to life. But uh, maybe they shouldn't have. So why don't we go ahead and move on to our next big topic for the day which is I have no idea how the the dock got the prices that it got i'm not worried about it your <laughs> next bmw might only have heated seats for three months this was posted by white brown we on called the it we called this i mean it's already a thing like tesla is already including features in the car that you then activate you know later on down the line you know whether it's yeah. their uh, autonomous driving. I forget what I, I have a friend who has a Model Three, and uh, he was telling me about a feature that. Oh yeah, uh, rear heated seats. I believe is a is a is a DLC. So he was like, yeah, I found out the hardware is already there, um, and it's just like you have to pay to unlock it or whatever. I'm like, really? Um, <laughs> so here you go. After charging for access to CarPlay on a subscription basis holy smokes i didn't even realize it was a subscription basis bmw has mentioned during a vr presentation that the new bmw digital key service will enable software updates to existing and future models based on bmw operating system 7. crucially many options are now available as services with specific mentions of adaptive cruise control automatic high beams heated seats Really? A pay monthly? I am like, I'm happy to be, you know, right about things like this, I guess. But I am so angry that, <laughs> yeah, that, they, right. that, they, that they can't, that it's not enough to pay, you know, $30,000 or whatever it costs for whatever BMW car, 40000 I don't know. I don't know what a BMW costs. I'd never cared. 
Um, but like however many tens of thousands of dollars you're going to pay for this car, and then you're going to get nickeled and dimed for the next 5, 10, 15 years on completely on stuff that's in there. The hardware is in there and it's like specifically locking it out. <sighs> These options can be enabled via the car or the new My BMW app. I mean, is it My BMW at that point? Or is it <laughs> your BMW and I'm just paying to use it? Uh, some features can be permanently to ass assigned to the car while others will be temporary with mention periods ranging from three months to three years. So this means that, for example, <laughs> Heated seats could be enabled only during the winter months, which sounds like a savings until you realize that the heaters are clearly already in the seats anyway. Uh, presumably, <laughs> features could also be disabled this way. Tesla, for example, has already done something similar by disabling autopilot on a used car, as we discussed a while ago. How infuriating is this? Out of 10. Give it to me. Give it to me straight, Luke. Uh... I don't know. It, I think it's going to, I think we'll see over time because if it like, if it's done through the app, it probably doesn't go with the car, right? So if it doesn't go with the car, then it would erode the resale value of the car potentially, mm -hmm. or they are shrinking their product stack sort of, if that makes sense. Because they'll sell less variants of cars. Yeah. Because all the cars will have the stuff in it. Yep. So you simplify the number of actual discrete SKUs that the um, that the dealers need to carry on the lot. So so far, I've heard only justifications that are good for BMW, though. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, outside of that, like you got to give me a number, Luke. I want your number. How infuriating? Yeah, um, how infuriating is this? I think it depends on how much this stuff costs. Because uh, like- Does if, it? If, Why? Why does it matter? Yeah, I think it does. Why does it because matter? Because if, if, if they make it so that over the course of, let's say, do we know, what's, what's the average time someone owns a, a new car for? I have no idea because I don't think that, uh, well, okay. A, I've only, I only bought a new car once in my life and B I'm only, you know, three or four years into owning it. So I, I like, I, I just, I have absolutely no context for it whatsoever. I do remember reading an interesting article about how, uh, among, uh, it's more common for millionaires to drive like an older vehicle. Um, than it is for people who are in like a significantly lower tier of wealth. So it's almost like um, it's actually not surprising. Like they kind of like outgrow a car as a status symbol, <laughs> and it becomes just like yeah, well, what like yeah, I don't know, it's a car or whatever. You know, like check out my yacht. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Okay. You know, like like the like the penis measuring is less about something that rolls and more about something that floats. You know? Yeah. Um, um, well, I just looked it up. Apparently in 2017, it was determined that, uh, average length of car ownership was 79.3 months or nearly seven years. So if you would end up saving money, which now that I know that it's seven won't. years, I highly doubt, you won't. Um, then that would be cool. 
Um, but again, now that I know the average time is seven years, I seriously doubt it. And I suspect that this is just a, a one on top of the other cost saving measure from, from BMW and everyone else where they want to have less variance in their models and they want to make more money over time. And they probably want to be able to make money from people that buy the car off someone's second hand. You know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? Because it's this. This is I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. <sighs> the incumbent car manufacturers feel threatened right now. They feel threatened by Tesla. They feel threatened by new upstart manufacturers that quite frankly, like, like the car industry is going through a period of massive disruption right now. So they're threatened by newcomers like Tesla. They're threatened by um, newcomers like Nikola. More importantly, they're threatened by low cost car manufacturers who are coming from places like China, where labor is cheaper, uh, access to raw materials has the potential to be cheaper. And the expertise that your Volkswagens and BMWs and Hondas and Toyotas of the world have built up over the last hundred years is not going to be worth as much as it used to be. I think they feel very threatened because the internal combustion engine is still going to exist for a very, very long time in much the same way that, um, you know, a satellite phone still exists. Like, there's going to be a point in the future where it's just all battery powered. That's going to happen. Um, so what's what's happening, what I am predicting now, what I'm calling right now, is that they feel threatened and they're finding ways to extract more profit out of the customers that they can retain over the next 5, 10, 50 years. Linus talking about something he has no idea on lol. No, actually this is this is going to happen, but you 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 believe whatever it is that you believe. Um and then what's going to happen is they're going to introduce these these customer these consumer unfriendly policies like charging a subscription fee in order to access features that are built into the hardware of the vehicle and Chinese manufacturers are going to come in at a fraction of the price. They're going to be they're going to start out worse. Uh, like that's, we've seen it happen with Japanese cars, even going back uh, quite a few decades at this point, but they came in kind of sucking, but being lower cost compared to the incumbent North American car makers. And then over time, they grabbed market share by being cheap. And then they used that market share and that volume of sales to improve their quality and eventually took over. Now we're going to see the same thing happen, but it's going to be cheap Chinese electric cars. Or if it's not Chinese, it'll be uh, it'll be Indian or it'll be something else. And I think the the Germans are going to be in trouble when they're running around trying to charge 30, 40, 50, 60, 80,000 dollars for a vehicle that you then have to have to pay these like stupid ridiculous monthly fees for. And it's the kind of thing that has a very 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 uh, long term effect. So, yeah. yeah, it might not impact them for the next seven years or even 14 years. And I chose those numbers because you were saying it was about seven years was the life cycle of a car from for a brand new owner. Is that right, Luke? That was the average? Yeah. So it might not affect your car purchase you've already made. 
And it might not even affect the next one you make, but at some point you're going to get, you're going to get mad about it. You're going to say, this is ridiculous. And you're just not going to do it anymore. So good luck with yeah. that, you guys. Does it feel like a, like a death throw? A little bit. Yeah. Like it really does. It feels like one of those early, like, like one of those desperation moves where it's like, we need to survive. We need to turn, we need to turn our cars into, into cars as a service. Um, yeah. but, but that's not going to happen. What's going to actually happen is cars as a service is going to be more of a fleet ownership thing. And they're just going to go to whoever is the lowest bidder because that's a commodity business at that point. And so if you're going to try to build your business around maintaining that, uh, that experience and that relationship with the customer, antagonizing them by charging them extra for things that already exist in the hardware is probably the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. Uh, some people in chat are saying that um, they, they, they don't think that the cost of the hardware inside the car will be subsidized. I think it, it probably will be to a certain degree on the high end, if that makes sense. So like, I suspect... The high-end cars' costs will go down a little bit, but I suspect the low-end cars' costs will go up a little bit, and they'll probably find a way to make it so that they don't really lose money on the hardware, and they're able to charge subscriptions overall. Um, yeah. Out of principle, I will not buy a car that has a subscription fee to use. There, I'm saying it right now. I will not. What do if it. there's no options? What if there's no options other than that? What if other every single car requires some form of subscription? And because okay, so. Uh, I like, don't think like, they'll all do it. There's no way. What, what if like something in the car has a subscription, but you don't care about it? But then I'm implicitly supporting this business, aren't I? Yeah. Not even implicitly. I am explicitly supporting if that it, business. If it becomes the norm that like every car has some form of subscription thing in it. What do you think? Also, what do you? Someone in chat said, "Just jailbreak it." What do you think about that? Um, hacking cars is already a thing. It is hacking already cars a thing for the benefit of the user. I don't think is a thing yet. That's a thing. That's a thing. There's a Canadian company that was offering Tesla's, um, uh, what's it called? I don't know. It's some kind of performance boost thing on the Model Three. They were offering it at half the price of the Model Three. Now. I, I'm going to say that I think that that's fairly, um, selling hacks, fairly, yeah. Selling hacks is, is probably not going to take off the way that these guys hope it might. Um, but in terms of, you know, jailbreaking slash, uh, rooting, um, I would be supportive of something like that if it weren't for my discomfort around the amount of autonomy that future cars are going to have and how that might impact it. I mean, what if you, what if it was not implemented quite correctly and it caused some kind of system malfunction and you, you run over a lady walking your dog? That, that's a life, a life ending slash life altering thing. And I just, you know, maybe I'm just being paranoid, but I, I don't think that when it comes to uh, a motor vehicle that I would, that I would be interested in any kind of like hacky uh, feature alteration, honestly. 
I don't know if that was your original question. No, it, it, it kind of was. I, I just, I, I suspect that that type of reasoning will be why they will be able to hold on their grip to their subscription model. Um, We've got a couple good examples. Hold on, Luca. Let me jump in here really quick. We've got a couple good examples of things that already exist as as options in cars. So OnStar is uh, an example of a service where the hardware is in the car, but you don't get it unless you subscribe to it. That's fair. But OnStar is, in my opinion, um, not an applicable example because OnStar has actual like concierge service, like people that you can call and talk to, uh, you know, when you need help in, after an accident or whatever. And my understanding is that some of that monthly cost would actually go towards maintaining a cellular service subscription, which is something that, for better or for worse, is something that we have to pay for on a monthly basis. That's just like how that works. There's no, um, yeah. you know, just like government subsidized, you know, everybody has a basic cellular connection thing. Um, so that's one example. Another example is Sirius XM radio. So that, again, I don't feel is an applicable example because here you are actually licensing access to content. So to me, that's more like a subscription to YouTube Music or Spotify. And it's, less... not, it's not literally sending power that you are generating through fuel to a uh, device in your car. It's it's more than that. Yeah. So I, I disagree. I disagree with those examples. I don't think those are the same thing. Yeah. Uh, someone brought up a really interesting point in the YouTube chat about how uh, modifying or you know jailbreaking your car could have insurance implications. And that's a really great point. And I could 100% see that happening, even if the modification that I made did not in any way affect the safety of the vehicle, if, you know, Knock on wood, if something were to happen and my insurance didn't cover me, you know, all of a sudden I could be on the hook for paying. I mean, it is very easy for an insurance claim to be a million, two million, five million dollars. Uh, you know, you could end up in a situation where because you, you know, wanted to go a little faster and didn't feel like paying Tesla the money, your insurance is invalidated and you're in debt for the entire rest of your life. That's 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 a life changing, life ruining. That's interesting because you know how. To, I don't know if they're actually doing this or not, so my bad if they're not. But you know how Tesla was talking about how they would be handling the insurance claims for autopilot mistakes. Yeah, what did happen with that? I'm not sure, but go ahead. I, I can't remember. If they were, if you mess with their car, I'm sure they wouldn't. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. But they're think going so. to like take control essentially of the insurance of their cars. They can take control of basically the viability of mm. hacking the car. Yep. Yep. Another really interesting point, this is again in the YouTube chat, is, you know, one thing that offends, uh, hold on, where are you? Okay, sorry, I didn't catch your name. Oh, R. Potter, TGT16, terrible username. Try better. Um, <laughs> one thing that they brought up was heated seats are heavy and reduce gas mileage. I don't want to lug those around if I can't use them. That's a great point because not only is there just the offensiveness of buying hardware that you don't get to use unless you buy it again, but there's the, there's the wastefulness and not just the wastefulness of including those materials in the seats in the first place, but the wastefulness of just burning gas to carry around weight 
that you are never going to use. Yep. Kind of brutal. I hate it. I hate it. So there you go. I'm I'm saying it now. I will not buy a car that has a monthly subscription fee for features that Again, though, I consider what if to be no hardware. Offer? If there's will you no, be, will you just buy like super old cars at that point? Like, like say we're like we're we're 20 years in the future. These cars became an absolute norm uh, uh, five years from now. So you have to buy 15 year old cars. Would you do that? <sighs> okay, I want to say five years after that, you'd buy a 20 year old car. I want to say I want to say yes. I want to say yes. But I also told myself I'd never buy DLC, and I did buy a couple DLCs for Anno 1800. With that said, I they're they are like completely new regions that were designed. They're not just like dumb skins or whatever. And I've put a lot of hours into the game. And these are exactly the kinds of justifications that have people spending $150, $200 on a game these days, which is brutal. Um, to be fair, it, does it feel more like expansion-y? It content? does feel more like an expansion pack, which I have bought before and I don't inherently object to. And I did I follow my, my expansion pack policy in the sense that I waited for all the DLCs to be done and wrapped up so that I know that there's one final price that I'm paying for the entire rest of the content that goes with that game. So I didn't like buy one season's pass and then another season's pass. I waited yeah. until the comprehensive season's pass was available that includes everything forever. And I got that one and it includes everything that was ever out before and everything that's coming after that. Uh, EDC yeah. Forum A uh, said that we missed the mark on the lower manufacturing costs of streamlining the production of the seats so that they all just contain the heated seats. So that's a fair point. That is a very fair point because it simplifies the product stack and saves something. Like it, it, it adds efficiency there. But my counter to that is that if you are improving the efficiency of your product lineup in that way, then it really isn't that difficult. Like if it really isn't worth it to you to take the heating element out, then you could probably just not charge that much more and heated seats could just be a standard feature on your cars, which would be pretty sweet. That's not very capitalist, Linus. Well, you know what? Come on now. Maybe I'm a, maybe I'm a disgusting socialist, gross, whatever. I don't know. What, what, what a, a cuck is that? Is that a good insult for socialists? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just, I, I can't, I can't, I can never keep up with all the new slang. Uh, on that note, why don't we go ahead and move on to, I don't even know how to follow that up. Why don't we go ahead and move on to my capitalist sponsors mods. Uh, nice, the show is brought nice. to you today by Backblaze. <laughs> Uh, Backblaze is an unlimited cloud backup for Macs and PCs for just $6 a month. Uh, they've restored over 35 billion files, and you can back up docs, music, photos, videos, drawings, projects, just basically all the data. You can restore your files anywhere by directly downloading them on the web, or you can even restore by mail. So they'll just overnight FedEx you a hard drive. You'll copy everything wherever you want. You can send it back. You can even get a refund on the hard drive. They've got no wonky cost structures. They're just unlimited data backup at a fixed price. Get a fully no featured 15-day free trial at backblaze.com slash WAN. So go there, play with it, and start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Speaking of bad times, 
PIA is going to help you avoid the bad times of getting a pesky DMCA, hey, uh, done violated a copyright thing in the mail. That's right. That's right. Filthy pirates. Go check out lmg.gg slash PIA. Adding a VPN lets you mask your IP and encrypts traffic to and from your devices so your ISP can't see what it is. And it now features WireGuard. There's no bandwidth caps, and their internet kill switch keeps you in control of your connection so nothing will accidentally sneak through while your VPN is disconnected. You can connect up to 10 devices at once now with clients for Windows, Mac OS, Android, iOS, and Linux. So check it out, lmg.gg slash PIAWAN. Finally, the show is brought to you by Ridge Wallet. Ridge Wallet is a compact little wallet. They've got two frames with RFID blocking plates in them, and you slip your cards in there, and basically it's a way of keeping everything easily accessible and yet sort of not too easy to store too much stuff in. So it's kind of like one of those habit-changing devices, okay? So it's big enough that you can keep the essentials in it, but not so big that you can get away with like having an old hotel room key or a spent gift card or whatever else garbage in there. So they've got a lifetime guarantee. They're available in aluminum, carbon fiber, and titanium. They've got a strong elastic band to keep your cards tightly together. You just push your finger into the little notch, pull out whatever card it is you need, and they've got more than just wallets. They've got battery banks, bags, smartphone covers, and more. Use offer code LINUS to save 10% on everything at ridgewallet.com slash LINUS. Oh, yeah. You know, just go to lttstore.com slash cuck, you know? Is that considered a swear word at this point? Like, I actually don't know. I feel like it is. I don't, I don't know. know, man. I don't buy it. I have no idea. It's such a silly sounding word. Puckled. You know, like it sounds like, <laughs> a, sounds like a, you know, kind of a, like, a, like a ticklish spot on the body. Like, oh, I'm going to touch your cuckold. You know? <laughs> <laughs> In other news... LTTstore.com, uh, we've got new shipments coming of the uh, regular size water bottle. Stealth hoodies are in stock in all sizes. Do we still have, I don't know if we still have the four for one promo, but we definitely have elemental shirts on the site right now. They're simple. Look at that. Look at them go. We've got all these different colors. Hey, good stuff. Um, I don't know if we have any promos running right now or anything. I'm sure Nick will let me know if, uh, if we've got anything. Oh boy, poor poor chat is just like taking off right now. I don't know what I don't know what's going on here. Socialist. Hey, I, add, I just added four elemental shirts to my cart and it gave me thirty dollars off. Oh okay. So there's something going on there. So apparently we still have four elementals for fifty bucks going. That's like thirteen dollars a shirt. Go check it out. It's actually a little less than that. It's a good deal. They're good quality shirts. Uh, LTTstore.com. Um, I don't know what our stock levels are like, but we moved through a ton of those. So don't expect that to last forever if you just want some comfy shirts and uh, you want to maybe grab a water bottle or a stealth hoodie or whatever else while you're at it. Use code CUCK for 10% off. <laughs> oh, God. Let's, let's not do that. Oh, man. Thank you, Twitch chat. I love you guys so much. All right, let's move. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Facebook adpocalypse. You know what? This is actually making me so happy. This is like as crazy as it as these words coming out of my mouth are going to sound. This feels like what responsible capitalism might look like. 
<laughs> okay. What a stream. What a WAN show. I know. Okay. I know. But hear me out. For the first <laughs> time in its history, Facebook is facing an organized boycott from advertisers. So we're, we're seeing people voting with their wallets potentially towards these companies. So these yes. companies feel like they need to vote with their wallets towards Facebook. With their big wallets with against Facebook. Wallets. So uh, two, as of July 1st, 240 companies across many industries have signed on to the hashtag Stop Hate for Profit campaign. Uh, these include Hershey, Honda, Verizon, Target, Ben & Jerry's, Dashlane, Eddie Bauer, Jansport, Levi Strauss & Co., Madewell, Magnolia Pictures, Mozilla, The North Face, Patagonia, Patreon, SAP, Upwork, Kind, it's a health snack brand apparently, and Sony, which reportedly said on July 2nd it would suspend ads on Facebook and Instagram through the end of the month. Why, why does every single company not have a description and then Kind is like health snack brand? No, I've never heard of them. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Kind founder uh, Daniel Lubetsky, Lubetsky, whatever, it doesn't matter. If Face said, if Facebook doesn't take visible, measurable, and assertive efforts to effectively prevent the promotion of hate, division, defamation, and misinformation by this year's end, we will feel compelled to evaluate indefinitely suspending our investments in Facebook until they do so. Some companies. So you think, you think yeah. this is this is good? You are you are you promote this? You like this, right? I That's what you were saying. What I like about it is companies taking a freaking stand for a change. Okay, but but so the direction I was going in with that, I guess, yeah. is that you want Facebook to censor things that uh, have to do with hate, division, defamation, and misinformation. I don't necessarily. I think censor is the wrong word, but I think that Facebook okay. could absolutely you do more. To, I think they could do more to. Oh, how like do I put flag this? Content as questionable or something. Yes. Or, or what? Because there, there's an interesting argument here. Yes. Uh, that we are moving into a realm where corporations, large corporations that deal in information. Yes. Social social media networks are are to a certain degree essentially information brokers. Yep. Um, large corporations that deal in information are due to this going to directly control the information that you receive. We're completely, re maybe they're controlling in this, in this realm, maybe they're controlling it in a good way. Oh. Hopefully all the misinformation is actually misinformation. Hopefully all the, the hate speech, all that kind of stuff, they get rid of it because, uh, harassment online is like a really big deal. Yeah, um, kind of. Like, like it actually is, uh, especially if, if you're, you're like someone of prominent figure, because you, you get all these voices hitting you at the same time. Uh, division is, is a massive thing right now. The whole world is extremely divided, all that kind of stuff. Maybe right now it's going in the good direction, but we are, we are pushing companies to take control of narratives and to control conversations and to decide what information we should and should not get companies, not, not, so... not, not only not governments, but like corporations that are going to financially benefit off of controlling this information are now being pushed to do so. So do here's, here's the issue. Um, what they're being pushed to do is do a better job of it because frankly, that's something they're already doing 
anyway. So if they, the ship they, has they sailed were, already... They were, they were trying to do so less, and then people got mad, as far as I know. I could be wrong about this. So I think a big part of the... A big part of what has prompted this is uh, Facebook's extremely lax policies with respect to uh, political ads. So yes. they're yeah. allowing blatantly false, provably false uh, information to be micro-targeted. And as we as we talked about on a previous WAN show, uh, you know, Facebook has ad target groups as granular as. Uh, you know, people who believe in misinformation, um, uh, you know, people, people, uh, what was that category that we talked about? I forget. This was a couple months ago. Oh, Do you I remember? Don't, yeah, I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but so, so, so yeah. do you think it, you would prefer like a, a, basically a mass banning of pseudoscience? A bunch of people on Twitch are saying pseudoscience. Oh so man, yeah, pseudoscience. That was it. That was the yeah. word. Yep. Um, Thank you, chat. Uh, so you're, you're talking more of a mass banning okay. or blockage okay. of no, a category. We got to be careful with the words because when okay. you say censor or ban or block, that's not what I'm asking for. What so I'm asking is that in the age of information, people should have access to the best information that they can. And right now, one of the biggest problems we have is that you can, it's very difficult to get the right answer when you ask the wrong question, right? Because it's really simple to find good information if your Google Foo is strong. But here's something that I encountered the other day. Uh, yeah, here we go. I sent an email to a friend of mine because I was just, I needed to talk to someone about this. Um, a subject line, just learned about Shungite. Have you ever heard of Shungite? I heard about it through a Dr. Disrespect meme. Okay. It's, it's like some rock or something, isn't it? Basically. That people think is, is powerful for some reason. So what happened was I, I Googled WTF is Shungite. Not, not literally that, but I basically Googled you know, Shungite. And I got this, um, I got this sort of, you know, how Google will have um, commonly asked questions about it. And then the answers, right? Like yeah. that's, that's a pretty normal thing. So here are some of the commonly asked questions about Shungite. What is Shungite used for? Does Shungite really work? Can Shungite be harmful? How long does Shungite last? And how do you recharge Shungite? If I were to click on something like, does Shungite really work? Uh, and I were to get, this is, this is great. And I were to get, this is an elevated answer. This is a bit, effectively a promoted answer on Google. Um, this is from a site called blog.shoplc.com, and it says, if you purchase a quality Shungite product that contains high amounts of carbon and fullerenes, then it'll be effective at absorbing the radiation. It stands to reason that the more Shungite you have around sources of radiation, the better job Only it is likely to do. Only the high quality stuff, though, dude. This is not, this is not the kind of answer that I am expecting. I am expecting to have at least two different answers to that question. Uh, one based on that there is um, no research to suggest that Shungite is going to heal your body in any meaningful way. And one from someone who is clearly promoting this stuff, um, saying that, you know, yeah, definitely buy more. The more you have, the better. 
Um, then there's sort of what I'm talking about with respect to asking the wrong questions. So if you ask a question like, how do you recharge Shungite? Um, what you really, what you really need to know is that this is pseudoscience, uh, magic crystals nonsense. But instead, the answer that I get from KarelianHeritage.com is to recharge Shungite. You can Karelian Heritage. I know it's so close like, to Karen. Like from, like, I was so like no, like from Karelia. No, no, no. It's spelled differently. Um, oh, okay. So here's how to recharge Shungite. To do it, you can leave it for a day under direct sunlight or for a night under moonlight. Use the smoke from sage and incense or fire from a candle. Wash it under pure water or dig it in a natural soil for a couple of hours. Recharge it with the power crystals such as selenite, amethyst, or quartz. With the power crystals. With the power. With the power crystals. The power nice. crist crystals. And so, you know, for me, what's really important is that someone researching Shungite is not getting information from people who are selling Shungite. Or if they are, they are also getting information from people who are not selling Shungite. And one of the one of the one of the problems with misinformation is that it's so profitable and it's so prominent these days that it almost becomes like a, it almost becomes an unwinnable game of whack-a-mole because real yeah. scientists that have actual important work to do cannot be running around disproving every nonsense claim that someone comes up with. I mean, what happened to the burden, the, just the concept of the burden of proof? The, the burden of proof is on whoever is making an affirmative statement. Yeah, okay. So I guess so my, I want more my information. competing thing here, Yeah. you want more information. Yes. But, but like Google can't control... Like how, how is Google going to control what you click on? Maybe they, they go like, hey, here's an article that pertains, like in this situation, you asked how to recharge it. So maybe what they do yeah. is, hey, here's an article on this person saying that you need to burn some incense and, Put it and in the, dance the in a circle and, and yeah. click your fingers or something. And then they also suggest another one that, that talks against it. Uh, I mean, but, I had like, but this is a controversial topic. Check out this. This is a controversial article. topic, and um, you know, you know whether you whether you link to an authoritative source like um, you know Mayo Clinic or something like that. Um, again, though, you know, I don't know that that's a perfect solution because part of the problem with science is okay. that it gets it wrong a lot. Um, Which is but, fine. But people have to understand that science is a pursuit of knowledge, not not a definitive um, having of knowledge. Uh, and good scientists, there are bad scientists. There are scientists that treat it like, uh, like, a, like a religion, like, like it's unquestionable. But science is questioning what we're told. That's the entire point of it. Um, so... Yeah, we've got people saying more information is as bad as only displaying the biased information. You overload the user and they ignore it all. Well, if they ignore Shungite, then that's fine. <laughs> I think that's probably okay. And it's so, okay. Okay. So Varial says, how on earth is Google going to manually vet 
uh, millions of questions. Well, I don't think they have to. I think I think that you can paint with relatively broad strokes. So all of those questions about Shungite can be fairly simply redirected to, uh, you know, a kind of like what Wikipedia does, where it's like a disambiguation article. It's like, hey, so you're asking this question, but uh, for your reference, here's an authoritative source that basically says, at this point in time, there is no reasonable evidence to suggest that Shungite does anything, whether it's in a charged or discharged state, and you sort of buy it at your own risk. It's probably not going to hurt you in much the same way that, you know, drawing a, a special magic circle on the floor of your bathroom before you have a bath isn't going to hurt you. It's just probably a waste of your time and therefore money. But what is to stop someone in the uh, pro-Shungite community from saying that they are Shungenite. a, is, is that not what it's called? Shungite? I don't, Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> it's just whatever. Uh, from, from claiming that they are a researcher and that they have, because it's because there's, there's some, I don't remember what exactly it was. I believe she ended up on Dr. Phil, but there was some lady that made this drink that you were supposed to drink. And I, I believe it got rid of like, or, or no, I don't believe it did this. I believe it was claimed that it got rid of of cancer or something and oh, it was boy. this like horrible drink that like rotted out your body i don't remember what it was called jilly juice or something like that um she, she claimed to be a researcher she published books on this um jilly juice jilly juice yeah this looks like it this is it jilly, jilly juice. juice how do i spell yeah. that J-I-L-L-Y juice. Okay. Oh, wow. They're still around. Yeah. <laughs> so Wikipedia, when you go to the Jilly Juice Wikipedia article, says this article is a part of a series on alternative and pseudo-medicine. But they're not like directly being like, yeah, this is obviously... They, they did say alternative and pseudo but that's as far as they went. Um, it is claimed by his proponents to be able to cure an assortment of conditions, including cancer and autism, as well as regenerate missing limbs, reverse the effects of aging, and, oh boy, and quote-unquote cure homosexuality. Oh boy. The juice composed of a mixture of water, salt, fermented cabbage or kale, is claimed to blah 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 blah. It's terrible, oh. and it like is horrible to take. Apparently, it tastes disgusting, and it just like rots you out from the inside. Uh, drinking jelly juice is is so efficacy on Wikipedia. It says drinking jelly juice is ineffective in treating ailments and cause serious harm, including extreme dehydration and right. salt or death due to its high sodium content. Like this stuff is horrible. It's terrible. The claims that it makes are horrible. The effects of it are horrible. Like it's it's dangerous and horrible. Yes. But I believe the the lady that invented it has published books and claims she is a researcher. So how as a search engine or a social media website do you get rid of this stuff? Because <sighs> the she was going the like ha, 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 science route. Obviously, other a little bit less 
huh, 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 forms of science have been like, uh, no, it can kill you. Um, yeah. But like, it's horrible. Someone in chat said not peer reviewed though. Uh, I mean, she could probably find a peer to peer review. Yeah, it. That I mean, like, that's, yeah, that's, cool. that's sort of but part of the problem is there's so much money to be made in magic remedies that, um, you know, it's just a matter of finding, you know, like, let's look, you know, population of uh, North America is what in the neighborhood of like 400 to 500 million people or something like that. The odds of finding a handful of unethical enough people to sell their soul for a few million dollars seems pretty good. Yeah. I mean, is this something that needs more, needs more? The problem, the problem for me is that, you know, it's it's not easy to say, okay, well, you know, hey, we, we just need more government regulation of this stuff because unfortunately that can create its own completely separate set of problems. I mean, let's look at what happened with the whole net neutrality debate, which is, should not have been a debate, should never have been a partisan issue. And for whatever reason, uh, you know, ends up with two sides where for better or for worse, one of them is arguing that uh, red is orange and the other one is arguing that red is blue. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't seem like uh, if we can agree on a reality that it's possible to move forward on a solution to our real problems. So there, I don't have the solution, but I do think that I, I do agree that Facebook could be doing more. Okay. There. I, I, I have noticed that almost every time we've looked at one of these things, Wikipedia has done something. They did something. Uh, like like with Jilly Juice, there was a big thing in the corner being like, this is alternative and pseudo, whatever, whatever. Um, yep. With Shungite. If you look up Shungite, Wikipedia is the first result. Um, and someone said that there was a thing, but now that I clicked on it, I don't see anything. Um, hmm, yeah, I don't see anything about... I actually don't see anything about the... Uh... Oh, wait, no, uses. Has been used as a uses. folk medical treatment since the early 18th century. Um, okay, antibacterial properties. Okay, make use of water purifying, which he is. So, so it, it, it says that, like, the rest of it, blah, 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 the, the only thing that it says is confirmed is the antibacterial properties of Shungite have been confirmed yes. by modern testing. Okay, but it does not acknowledge anything else at all. So actually, no. in this case, Wikipedia has not seemingly... Um, really done much of anything to dispel um, yeah. any disproven. It's an incredibly difficult or thing to do. Click yeah. on the talk page. I don't. I don't do a lot of this. Where's the talk? Oh, okay. It's a tab in the top left hand corner. Oh, okay. Uh yeah. Coronavirus five G conspiracy theory. Oh lordy. <laughs> Oh, Shungite oh, can man. defend against the harms of 5G in relation to coronavirus. That's a good one. Oh, That's an amazing hurts. sentence. <laughs> my brain hurts so much. Okay. Ryan says, I love how a moment ago you were simping for capitalism, but now suddenly can't stop talking about the blatant issues of late stage capitalism, LMAO. Here's a clue, Ryan. I'm gonna give you one for free. It's not as simple as one way versus the other way. Ever. Yeah. You're welcome. 
Why don't we yeah. move on to another topic here? Um, let's see. Yeah, let's just move on to another topic here. So I yeah. Think anyways, my my thing was basically just that it's it's tough. Having done the tiny amount of stuff through the forum and whatever other stuff I've done, um, it's really tough. Because any anytime you're like, yeah, this is this is obvious, just shut that up. It's like, well, okay, there's essentially infinite other examples, and how do you filter this stuff properly? There's also going to be people that disagree with you sometimes, and you can't just say that you are always right about everything because there's yep. no way that's true. So it's like, ah. Uh, it's rough. Anyways, yeah, let's move on. What a great YouTube channel idea. This has got to exist already. Like, just trying miracle cures. I think it does. Um, I, I've, I feel like I've, I've heard of a, a YouTuber that does that. But I searched I'm for miracle sure. cure reviews, and it seems like some people have done some miracle cure like reviews. But I don't see like just a channel that's been elevated to the top here. Uh, a lot of it's about miracle hair treatment, which seems to be a specific product, or miracle gel, which is a nail polish. Um, One of the scary things about this is yeah. like stuff like the Jilly Juice, like it can it can just kill you. Yeah. So there's... like you're you're essentially doing medical trials on yourself without the potential. Well, I guess maybe the potential of the better. Maybe the potential. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't boy. even mean of it working. No, oh, I'm not okay. worried about that part. Okay. I meant like, because yeah. like medical trials, when you sign up for medical trials, you, you get paid, sure, but you also have the potential of bettering humanity if they discover something like yeah. super valuable, right? But like some miracle cure junk. Like, I, I mean, know. hey, Luke, Luke, you know what? I mean, we discovered cheese from like scraping fermented junk off of a rock in a cave or something like that. Or is it cottage cheese? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. The point is, it's a matter of time before these yahoos discover an actual cure to something. Canada had some rotten bread. We went really far with that. <laughs> the insulin or something? Oh, I don't remember. Um, all right. So the Evo 2 2020 game tournament has been canceled and the co-founder was fired. Um, this is kind of big news this week. It was supposed to feature series like Street Fighter, Tekken, and Super Smash Bros. It is officially canceled. And before the announcement, yes. major commentators, players, and companies pulled out of Evo in the wake of allegations against one of the co-founders of underage sexual assault. Um, yeah, but there's there's been a lot. So the the Smash community as a whole is like on fire right now. Um, it has been wild and kind of difficult to follow because there's been so much news and there's been so many people that have been called out and there's been so many people responding to being called out and there's people that after being called out have just deleted all of their public accounts on everything and there's people that have been like, yep, I did it. Um, and there's people that have denied it and there's just, it has been crazy. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, the Smash community is, is a crazy spot right now. Yeah. I oh. made a joke that one of the Smash players uh, might, might win the next tournament by default because there might not be anyone else left. <laughs> oh, man. Which might not be that funny of a joke right now. Yeah, but, I don't know, Luke. That seems, that seems like some pretty edgelord, edgelord stuff right there. Hey man, you were making uh, 
you were you were saying cuck all stream oh, what well I, I, it's not a swear word <laughs> it's not a swear Are you word sure it's, it's not one of the well, hold on, what, what, george carlin uh words you can't say hold on a second hold on a second seven words you can't say not in there not in there so i don't accept it <laughs> okay fine fair um uh what are we even talking about uh okay so originally i don't know if there's a ton more to go yeah initially evo tried to move forward with an administrative leave plan for the co-founder but that wasn't enough to keep people from bailing um just brutal i mean the gaming community as a whole is going through a bit of a reckoning right now in terms of not just not just like hashtag me too but um accusations of people abusing their positions uh whether yeah. sexually or non-sexually luke looks deeply concerned stuff. i just i don't know i've been trying to follow some of this stuff and i hadn't heard about this stuff yet so i was reading this and like apparently he paid uh multiple boys aged 12 to 16 40 bucks to jump in a pool in just their underwear for 10 minutes like what the heck uh and there was some other stuff where uh he paid someone named uh oh wait no no no, no. mikey fam was paid 20 dollars to show images of his genitalia as proof against an asian stereotype like what the heck is going on Smash community is messy, dude. <sighs> okay. All right. Um, well, another news. Um, <laughs> one netbook saw one GX1 7-inch mini laptop. Looks like a little tiny Alienware 51M. Uh, the source here is lilputing.com. And this thing looks absolutely sick. Look at that. It's an adorable little Alienware clone. I absolutely love it. Don't expect Alienware-like performance out of this thing because it's using onboard graphics. Hold on a second. Where's our 7-watt uh, quad-core chip with Intel UHD graphics and 24 execution units? Uh, where are the rest of the specs here? Come on, guys. There we go. 8 or 16 gigs of LPDDR3 memory. So it's not going to have the same kind of performance you might expect from a GPD Win Max. 46 watt hour battery though that sounds pretty good dual fans dual copper heat sinks and a core i5 10 to 10 y so that is a wow it's a 10th gen processor it looks so cool like it I, does look really cool apparently there's uh, an idea of being able to attach controllers to the side of it i know and just right be able to hold it up that's that is so sweet. awesome i love it that's kind of all I got to say about that. Global Foundries begins 12 nanometer production. Uh, finally, like Global Foundries was real quiet for a real long time there. Uh, yeah. So they say their differentiated 12 LP plus solution is optimized for artificial intelligence training and inference applications. Uh, target applications and solutions. Uh, mobile apps processor, 80% higher performance, greater than 2.2 gigahertz, 45% area reduction. So this is compared to their 28 nanometer technology. Oh, okay. Hmm, okay. That should be okay. High performance compute networking, though, 60% power reduction with two times the number of cores, greater than 3 gigahertz maximum speed, and 55% area reduction. That sounds pretty good. 
So yay! Yay competition! Um, apparently, TSMC is basically at capacity with everything that they're doing for AMD and not to mention everyone else right now. And the rumor, the word on the street is that NVIDIA is going to have to go to Samsung for their upcoming 3000 series wow. GPUs. So it's pretty clear that we could use another competitor in the cutting edge fab space. So hopefully Global Foundry's 12 nanometer process is freaking fantastic and gives us more options for cheap, cheap computer hardware moving forward or electronics in general. Yes. Yep. Is that it? Would we allow a Shungite promoter on Floatplane? This is see, this is what I'm talking about. It's hard, isn't it? Like it's not that simple because the the stance that yeah, has I don't want I don't put, want to silence them. I believe in free speech. And in in that situation, someone would have to pay to access their content. Yep. So they clearly they clearly really want it. And like you said that if Dr. Disrespect didn't do anything like illegal, that you would take him on the platform. I know but he's Dr. a promoter. That's, that's why I looked up Shungite. Um, by the way, you're leaning out of frame again. Do you mind? There we go. <laughs> no worries. Oh, man. I, uh, so I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult. Because how do, how do you become the arbiter of truth? Well, I don't expect I don't expect them to be the arbiter of truth. I expect them to clarify when something hasn't been proven, when it's an unfounded claim. So then on Floatplane, would we have to put a notice on every creator that anyone ever claims says something unfounded that they might say things that are unfounded? Because we can't decide what's true, right? <sighs> I mean, there's there's disagreements about events in World War II between like Russia and the states. Yeah, for sure. And quite Serious. frankly, I don't trust either of them to give the yeah. full story. Yeah. I especially so it, don't it, trust Russia's version of events, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Um, there's literally no debate about Shungenite. It's obviously false. There's no debate to you. Between you and me and Linus, there is no debate. There is a debate, however. There is people that think that it works. I don't think it works. Linus doesn't seem to think that it works. You obviously don't think it works. Yeah. Someone thinks it works. And like, you know what? Maybe the Shungenite one is a little bit easier, but there are going to be ones that are more complicated. Yeah. Nothing is true. Everything is perfect. So one of my one of my core one of my core values is that your rights end where someone else's begin. And in the case of something like um you know like uh, uh let's say you know the problem with like words is that they keep getting um they keep getting warped. They keep getting distorted. Um so I'm going to say hate speech, but I mean it in the like the dictionary definition of of hate speech, speech that serves no purpose other than to divide and demean um and you know effectively what your mom told you when you were growing up, you know, don't build yourself up by putting someone else down. That's that's how I'll define hate speech. Um 
So I'm I'm a firm believer in that, um, you know, my right to enjoy my music ends where someone else's right to enjoy their peaceful day begins. And that's that's how we coexist peacefully and harmoniously and everyone is happy. Shungite doesn't really um, it doesn't really cross that line for me because unlike the Jilly Juicer or Jillian Juicer, whatever it's called, unlike that, where there's actual, you know, bodily harm being caused. And, you know, for me, the, the value but what, of the, but, yeah. But what if, and like the, the 5G coronavirus, whatever. Yeah. But what if someone like, here's, here's an example. I'm not claiming anyone's doing this, but I think Shungite is actually too easy of an example. So it's, it's hurting the argument. Because there's, there's, and I can't think of any right now, but there's going to be things that are a little bit harder to disprove uh, sure. th than, than Shungite, because magical healing crystals have been a thing for a long time and people yeah. want to go with them all. Um, yeah. but, but let's assume it talks about 5G and coronavirus, right? 5G, whatever, not too worried. Yeah. Coronavirus. Let's assume that someone thinks that this will protect you from coronavirus and because of that, doesn't wear a mask. Yep. Okay. So now we're getting into now we're getting into sort of like the you know the 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 value of uh, of a human life right like to me the value of a human life is immeasurable because the only way that you can measure the value of a human life is in other human lives you know when someone when some some creature uh, some human creature is uh, unjustly destroyed. Uh, basically, what you're doing is you are taking all of the all of the time and work and life that someone, you know, whether it was that individual's parents or friends or whatever else, in, invested into this human being, and you are you are destroying it, you are nullifying it. Um, so, to me, that that cost is not is not measurable in any meaningful way because every individual is in a way greater than the sum of every contribution that has been made to every person who contributed to who they are as a person. That's the way that I see it fundamentally. Um, and so, you know, damaging human life, whether it is, whether it's in the form of uh, harming someone so that they're bedridden and cannot enjoy their life, or whether it is killing them, or whether it is causing them distress or stealing from them. Like to me, stealing material is the same as stealing time because they worked for it, and stealing time is stealing life. You didn't steal an entire life, but you sure stole some of it. Um, as soon as you say, okay, yeah, you know what? This person's irresponsible uh, conspiracy theory spreading is is damaging other human life. I go, well, yeah, that's, that's a problem. It, we should probably fix this. I don't have an easy solution, though. But again, like, so so someone in chat, and I, I've paused the scroll on it, so this is from a long time ago, but it was Colonel Sanders 21. Um, this debate about, I don't want to silence people is in bad faith. Action needs to be taken. Some voices don't need amplification. Sure. But who gets to decide that? Yep. Cause what if, what if some platform is run by someone who believes in this stuff sure. or believes in something that Colonel Sanders 21 doesn't like, or believes in something that you don't like, or believes in something that I don't like. How, how do you decide that thing? Right now, I believe, again, the person in chat, you and me, are all in agreement about this topic. But us three don't necessarily represent the entirety of everyone. So how do you decide who gets to decide 
what voices don't need amplification. That is a very difficult thing to figure out. And nobody wants that difficult answer. And measure of harm. How do you decide that? Because the people yeah. that believe in the Shungenite crap yeah. might think they're being harmed by suppressing you're... you're you're harming people by not telling people about Shungite, which could cure their space aids or whatever. Yeah. And like again, I think they're wrong, and I think there is potentially a measure of harm there. If I mean, okay, my example of carry the rocks on you so you don't have to wear a mask, I made that up out of nowhere. Yeah. That means nothing. I'm not saying anyone's doing that. But in this fictional scenario, um it's not even that far out there, given you can recharge it with moonlight. So like <laughs> sure. um in the in this fictional scenario, like, yeah, how how do you decide which one has more harm scientists again we're jumping back to the jilly juice conversation yeah. as far as i know she claimed to be scientific in some way she published a book etc etc so where do you draw the line and scientists disagree about stuff sometimes so is this a governmental thing does the government decide which side to agree with yeah it's, and hold on it's a, a second. really difficult conversation who's that uh who's that doctor who's that american doctor with the tv show that TV basically show? promotes like uh nonsense uh like nonsense cures all the time can't remember, remember his name but basically he admitted to just lying and fabricating like in front dr. of congress oz. at one point yeah dr, dr. Oz. oz yeah um, you know, that's one of those cases where you, you've literally got this individual admitting to it in front of Congress um, that they're just a big liar and in it for the money. Um, and yet, doesn't he still have a TV show at this point? I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I think so. Final, oh, no, final episode date, July 26, 2020. Okay, so yes, technically, the Dr. Oz show is still running as of right now. Great. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, chat. Thanks, chat. Chat is now exploding with uh, with answers here. Yeah, it's great. It's brilliant. So that's an example of an actual medical doctor who sold out. Yep. And uh, so unfortunately, we can't just put uh, doctors in charge because doctors are people and people are fallible. We you can know listen what? to bodies of experts. It's it's this is sorry. We, we, I mean, we could probably talk about this for yeah for this many, is an extremely many extremely complicated subject. I know it seems really simple when you first jump into it, but if you really try to discuss action instead of just frustration, the conversation starts to become extremely difficult. So, yeah. Really, though, Tom Cigars in the Super Chats has the, has the real questions here. Garth Brooks, where are the bodies buried? <laughs> Guys, it's a meme. Okay, it's a meme. It's a meme. Just everybody just chill, okay? <laughs> Uh, we should do a couple super chats before we close out the show today. I'm just like depressed now because the world is complicated <laughs> and broken and fixing it is hard. Ah, Voodoo Child says, shout out to my lovely wife who's not really paying attention unless she hears her name, Alana. Sup, Alana. 
Okay, Robert Mail says, old news, Pelche cooler, poor battery life. Yeah, the uh, the stupid Sony cooler. Uh, Tom again says, Linus, why did you switch from 3950X to Threadripper? What was the rationale? Because I had to have more SSD speed than the PlayStation 5. PC Master Race for life. That's like, honestly, the flimsy rationale that I provide in the video that isn't up yet. It'll be up soon, though. Um, I needed more PCI Express lanes so that I could put a stupid overpowered SSD in my machine that will make no meaningful difference in real-world use. That's what I needed to do. Hey, Luke, do you have your Kickstarter hammer yet? No. Cool. Jackson Tint asks, Hey, Luke, what happened to the Floatplane app? I reinstalled iOS the other day, and the app has disappeared. Luke, wanna, so, do you want to get into that? I will try to not... Uh, blow up a building, um, and I will try to not make this take forever. But Apple basically did not let us update the app in any way. Apparently, uh, Jaden figured out that we would be able to push purely bug fixes because it's like not legal or something for them to stop those. And um, there was some theory about how we'd be able to keep going in that way. Uh, but there was issues with a big update that's that's kind of here. Um, it wouldn't be compatible with that. Blah, 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 blah. Basically, they wouldn't let us continue updating the app because we would not use Apple's in-app payments. We would not use Apple's in-app payments because uh, we operate on pretty thin margins and we literally can't. So that's about it. And I told them that and they were like, okay, well, stuff it. So we were left with pretty much no options. Uh, so the what we're going to have to do now is push a a like content viewing only app to the Apple platform. So the Apple platform will have no ability to manage subscriptions. It will have no ability to view any content creators that you aren't already subscribed to. It will have no ability to see payment history or uh, or change the subscription type or anything like that. The only thing you will ever be able to do on the Apple app, unless they change their horrible, in my opinion, illegal policies, is uh, view the content from the uh, creators that you have paid for. That is it. We have to make a custom bad app just for Apple. <laughs> Thanks, Apple. Yeah. Good job. Congratulations on making it so that your users get a worse experience. Yep, you uh, yeah you win. You're the big you're the big winner here. Uh, all right. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Holling Grew says, "Hi Linus, can you teach me how to do a computer or tech review?" Uh, you just you watch ones that are out there. You kind of figure out what your unique spin on it is, and you you do it. You, the best thing to do is just start doing it and then you'll be really bad at it um, and then you'll get better. Uh, Pro Gogurt says, last year you said Netgear is more enterprise focused, but I think they have a deal with Best Buy because they're the only brand of, brand of router available in store. I think I said they were more B2B focused. That doesn't necessarily mean enterprise. Enterprise and like um, business are not necessarily exactly the same thing. Dave Chapman says, any recommendations on upgrading from a 1080 Ti? I've had the card for three years, but I got the upgrade bug. Um, man, I would probably wait for 3000 series at this point if the sort of rumored launch period is anything to go by. Like there's pictures of finished cards out there in the leaks now. I'd be surprised if it's more than a few months away. So um, 
that's a great time to pick up, you know, a 2080 Ti or something like that. Uh, James says, you told me to comment on Beat Saber streams. Where are they? They're on Twitch, not on YouTube. I can't destroy the YouTube and channel by streaming Beat Saber. They're also on Floatplane. And they're also on Floatplane. But unfortunately, I can't have more than one chat thing open in Beat Saber at the same time. Um, oh, man, what a cool, like, chat streaming integration thing that would be. Like, a chat thing that just, like, consolidates all your chats so you can multi-platform stream really easily? Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be done like super kludgily and manually. Actually, yeah. it could be it that could be done. It could. And you could just have like color coding for which platform it came from or like a little icon. It'd probably just be one hell of a mess, but... Well, yeah, but it would be... As long as you're not over a certain size, like as long as you're kind of small. Does it. What's that? You have to pay for Restream, though, I think. Restream apparently might do it. Really? Do they support Floatplane? Uh, well, I think they probably would. It's basically the same thing as our Restreamer. You just have to pay for it monthly, I believe. Oh, and then ours is free? Well, sort of. Oh, I understand. Got yeah. it. Yep, say no more. Okay, cool. Um pricing it's not even that expensive philip rose asks do youtube channels get paid less when viewers with youtube premium listen with the screen off i have no idea i would imagine not though cd says do you know of any monitors that are 32 to 35 inch 4k g-sync hdr and 120 plus hertz primary use is gaming uh i mean there's that one from asus and then the other like acer equivalent one i believe those are both 32 inches other than that honestly i wouldn't go 4k for gaming like why what possible use could you have for a 120 hertz 4k display what what graphics card that's not you know gifted to you by a, an army of angels in the you know the ark of the covenant is going to be able to run like modern AAA titles at those frame rates at that resolution um, honestly, the Samsung one that, uh, full disclosure, the unboxing was sponsored, but, uh, nothing I'm saying right now has anything to do with that deal. Um, the Samsung one that I unboxed over on short circuit, uh, we uploaded that video today. It's 1440p, 32 inches and ticks all your other boxes. Looks like an outstanding, outstanding option. And it's 240 Hertz, which is pretty sick. Okay, so I just looked for an update on the coal bar hammer, and there wasn't one. But someone nine days ago said, I wonder if I'll still be able to give this to my dad as a gift for Christmas in 2013. <laughs> Thank you, LTT community, for memeing so hard. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Thanks, Jacob. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, Azaril says, I think the subscription for features is a way to get more people to buy a luxury car at a lower price and hope that they'll buy access to features down the line. Yeah, that's fair, as long as we see lower prices. Haven't seen any evidence of that yet. Uh, Justin says, thank you, Linus and Luke, for everything you guys do. Been a follower since before the Langley House. Hey, thank you very, very much. Anthony says, there's no algorithm for truth. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I know someone personally that I am a big fan of. I, I like them a lot. I respect them deeply. And they believe in, in ghosts and 
all this other stuff that I think is crazy. It should not be up to me to stop them from getting information about that. And it should not be up to them to stop me from getting information to counter that. I think. Yeah, it's a real shame, isn't it? I remember having the ghost conversation with someone at one point. I was just like, what? <laughs> I didn't think it was real. I thought they were joking for like, yeah, I think it was years. And then eventually ended up figuring out that I wasn't being trolled. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had a real tough conversation with someone about uh, fortune tellers at one point. It's just like, oh, like, what am I supposed to, what am I supposed to tell you? Like I, I, at one point I, I, I went from sort of, uh, patiently explaining to, I think part of, part of my problem. And I think part of a lot of people's problem is that it's very easy to fall into mocking because you're yeah. leaning out of the frame again, by the way, it's very Sorry. easy to fall into mocking because it's like the idea that there's just magical clairvoyant people that can see the future is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> like it's actually straight out of Harry Potter, you know? Like, oh, you're getting to mocking. Uh, I know. Uh, See, I uh, did it already. No. <laughs> the very definition of the word ridiculous is worthy of ridicule. Um, and and I think that's you know it's a it's a big part of it's a big part of why you know we can't we can't agree because the more we mock and ridicule each other, the more we're divided. Um, I remember I was watching one of my favorite late night hosts. And they did a bit on um, Jeff Sessions where they did his voice, but only sort of his voice. It was clear what they were doing was a mocking Southern accent. And I was watching this and what was really striking to me about it, I forget who it was, unfortunately, but what was really striking to me about it was the words they were saying were a message of, of reconciliation and understanding but they were doing it in a clearly mocking tone of voice that would identify them as an enemy before anyone would ever actually um, stop and internalize the words that were coming out of their mouth. Like it was extraordinarily disrespectful. And it's like, yeah, we're just, we're, we're clearly never going to come together on this as long as we present our points of view in a way that makes fun of each other. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm sorry. This is real bad news. Ghosts aren't real. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, if that's something that you choose to believe because it gives you closure over the passing of a loved one or because it explains, uh, you know, some kind of uh, episode you went through where you believe you saw something like that and, you know, uh, that's what that's what helps you come to terms with it or whatever the case may be it's like it's not really any of my business to interfere with that i suppose um you know i can say like you know sorry there's no there's no irrefutable evidence that it's real um but it it becomes you know sort of a circular argument right because they can turn around and go well there's no irrefutable evidence that it's not real and then you can kind of go well did you ever take like a like a 100 level yeah like whatever, 100 level care. philosophy course it's like because i took half of one and I, even i managed to get far enough uh, to, to, to know that the burden of proof's on you ah oh. 
HTC148, I'm going to show this comment. It was automatically flagged. You can tell Linus thinks he's a libtard, but he's a hypocritical capitalist. No, no, I'm just someone who thinks it's not as simple as either of those things. Uh, I don't firmly fall into a right-wing, left-wing, capitalist, uh, socialist camp. I mean, I'm a business owner, obviously. I believe be in fair. some of the merits of capitalism, but I also proudly pay my taxes to my you know, disgusting, horrible socialist Canadian government and evade and to avoid jump, none of them. To jump on your disgusting, horrible socialist Canadian government thing that you just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, the commenter is probably American and our political systems don't even fall in line with theirs. Yeah. Like our, our prominent right wing uh, political organization disagrees with the American prominent right-wing political organization on lots of things. So like, yeah. I love this. I Everope says filthy centrist. I, I own it. I'll take it. I love it. I love it. Moses says, Linus, just stop. You're losing for nothing. I'm not losing anything. What am I losing? Nothing. All I'm saying is it ain't simple. And if you think it's simple, you're wrong. No matter which way you think it's simple. Um, Riveus says, Hey Luke, last February I emailed Floatplane asking to join the platform. I was told by Dan it might not be a good fit. Uh, best way to find out if that has changed would be to um, probably send another email. A quick look at your channel would suggest that it's probably not a great fit if YouTube is your primary... Um, is your primary platform just because it's more designed as a supplemental income stream for established creators, whether it's on other social media or on YouTube. And it doesn't look like you're that established, but if I'm so misinterpreting, this kind of, yeah, this is a kind of difficult thing to explain through text. So yep. the emails that get responded are, I think good, uh, but good because we have to be, we have to use a little bit less examples. Um, but like full plane is not a discovery platform and will often include some amount of additional work. Floatplane is positioned to make it so that there isn't a ton of additional work, but there is some amount of additional work. Even just uploading the video and setting a title is an amount of additional work. And you might decide to do some exclusive content. LTT has been releasing some really cool exclusive content on Floatplane recently. Um, that's additional work, et cetera, et cetera. And if you're a relatively small creator at this time, all potential work should go into growth and Floatplane is not a growth platform. Um, so we, we highly suggest that you focus on, on YouTube or whatever your other main platform is, um, as you probably won't be successful on Floatplane right now. And it would take away from your, your work towards growth. Once you become larger, the, the pool of work will become a little bit smaller. These things will start becoming a little bit second nature to you as, you as you've been doing it for a long time. And the potential of the financial gain is good because you can reinvest that into your business um, in, the, in the way of, of hardware, cameras, things you might need, staff, et cetera, which can lead to growth in other ways. Um, all right, what else do we have here? No, that's pretty much it. Wow, this was a really long WAN show. So thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been a very unusual show. I'm sure the like-dislike ratio is going to be terrible because the thing about, um, you know, 
saying it's not that easy as you make absolutely everybody mad. So uh, I'm I'm ready for that. You know what? I'm just not even going to read the comments on this WAN show. <laughs> I'm just gonna have I'm just awesome. gonna, gonna have a nice weekend. Got some great videos scheduled for this weekend. So uh, let's see what's what's coming out. Oh yeah, we got the Yongno. Uh, I think I pronounced it wrong. Andy's been trying to coach me on how to pronounce words in Chinese. Uh, so we've got the Yongno. Oh, I think I'm saying it wrong again. Uh, Android camera. It's like a camera, but with a phone built into it instead of a phone with a camera built into it. Super weird. Interchangeable lenses and everything. Um, got a really cool video coming uh, that Riley worked on where we're gaming. <laughs> this is It's so dumb. We have lap. The, there's a laptop, that, a gaming laptop with two screens. And he set it up so that we had one controller, one input, and we have to play both of the games against each other at the same time. And the games are Rocket League and then some weird Dragon Ball Z side-scroller fighting game. That's not fair. He plays Rocket League all the time. That's what I said. And I had never even heard of the Dragon Ball game. I've seen him play Rocket League at work on his lunch breaks. Constantly. He's actually good at it. Yeah. That's not fair at all. <laughs> totally unfair, but I I will I will accept any challenge. I'll accept any any challenge. I'm always down to I'm always down for a friendly competition. So those videos are coming up this weekend. So I will look forward to uh, seeing y'all over there. All right, thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show today. See you again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Bye. Oh, yeah, and you can buy our special Shungite smoothie over on uh, shungitesmoothies.com. Thank you very much. Check Discord real quick. I should make sure that shungitesmoothies.com doesn't already exist. Oh, actually, we probably should. Um, I am not really in a position to comment on this other than to say that it's an obvious tragedy, and as someone who spends a lot of time in the public eye, and actually I was just talking about how uh, sometimes tuning into a bunch of just hateful, uh, poisonous comments can be can be damaging. Uh, but Luke, um, I, uh, yeah, Daniel T posted in the chat a while back. Any thoughts on the recent news of Wreckful? Uh, Luke actually had the pleasure of meeting him, um, so I guess it's probably better for. Uh, him to talk about it I, d I didn't like we weren't we weren't friends or anything i just met him in passing once um i just know you followed him as well and like you're huge yeah. into the wow community in the early days and now yeah. and and he was an amazing player and also just a super nice dude and i think a, po a very positive part of that community for a very long time and a positive part of the the streaming community for a very long time as well um he he I don't never know the correct words to use in these situations. He he passed away very recently. Uh, he he did commit suicide um, extremely shortly after proposing over Twitter, um, which I don't know where to go with this. <laughs> uh, the, the some people have theorized that the the comments that he received for proposing over Twitter um, helped drive him in that direction. He was uh, he had some issues that were quite public for a long time he had done 
which I, I think this is actually super cool and like a really interesting and good idea, but he had done um, like therapy streams where he met with a therapist in the past. So this was not, this was not a, a secret or, or hidden thing by any means. Uh, someone in chat said, did she say yes? As far as my understanding goes, which is limited on this subject, um, she didn't even see it in time. Uh, so she saw that and heard of his passing at like pretty much the same time, which has got to be super, super rough. Um, the She didn't know. Yeah, the whole situation is very rough. Maybe listen to me less and, and go look into it. Um, yeah, she was she was asleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. There, there was a bunch of memorials, basically every server, uh, as far as I know, retail and classic had some form of memorial, uh, which was actually pretty cool. Um, it, yeah, it's rough. Uh, just keep in mind when you're online that bandwagoning someone can actually be really rough. And just because someone has a big following doesn't necessarily mean that they have the thickest skin. Um, I think Linus and I do do fairly well in that regard. Um, it's not always but, easy, but it's it's not always easy. Um, it get, it gets hard sometimes, especially when you're like already internally uh, beating yourself up for something. Uh, when when the community gangs up on you for it, it sucks. Or if there there's something that the community doesn't necessarily know is really like personal to you for some reason yep. um that can that can really suck as well so i get really just... frustrated when you know i make an honest mistake and you know uh do what i can to correct it you know i can't change a youtube video so you know i'll put a comment i'll pin a comment that's like hey by the way we made this mistake and you know every other comment on the video is why is nobody talking about this it's like you literally scrolled past the pinned comment about what you're talking about to say that nobody it's like here you are criticizing me for missing something and you missed the most obvious thing i could possibly put in front of your face and the hypocrisy of that one drives me absolutely bananas um you know generally speaking what i find is one of the best ways of reducing toxicity going back to the early days of starting out as a youtuber is or has been to completely ignore it um but the problem with that is that it doesn't really um it doesn't really it doesn't really show other members of the community that it's like yeah we're all struggling with this and it's something that we all go through and that it's not easy i think it makes people think that it is easy and that it's not a big deal and that what they're saying and doing doesn't matter and that there's not a human on the other end of it but there absolutely is yeah, and you never you never really know what um, what people are are going through. Um, I'm trying to look up, like like Robin Williams. Yep. Um, I would have had maybe some people knew. I had no idea at all that he had any issues with anything. He seemed like the the happiest person in the world to me. Um, so you you have you have no clue. Um, and I'm not, I'm not at all to be very clear that saying that you can't, you can't criticize things or whatever, but when you're, when you're just going in on someone, just consider the, the potential impacts and try to be a little nicer, especially in these extremely trying times. The world is crazy right now. Um, just try to spread some, 
some happiness instead of some sadness. Yeah, even someone who's like super toxic, um, I would suggest not bandwagon hating on them. It's not constructive. Thanks, guys.